0: Welcome to the Contagion Effect show. We have a special guest because up in the corner, Mikey's feeling under the weather. Unfortunately, we can't hear Mike. And that really really makes me sad. It really makes me sad. It's more difficult or it's a lot more difficult to talk and not have a schedule. <laughs> all this good stuff but welcome so co-hosting with me today would be our special guest scott thatcher all the way from fort worth texas bud greetings yes sir oh don't do that don't get up hey <laughs> hey, y'all. hey y'all how you doing <laughs> no if i can't make fun of him because he's probably going to be on he said he was going to watch i sent him the link
1: all right, all right. So, I won't make fun of Chris. I dude, do you Chris. have a
0: snuggie on. What the hell are you wearing? Dude,
1: it is a like a hoodie t-shirt. It's a three-quarter
0: length sleeve, bro.
1: No, wow, I just I pulled, I pulled it up. Good. Oh, I pulled it up. It's like <laughs> okay. it's regular. It has like a little hood on the back. like okay. It's like, a, it's like right perfect. On. It's like a perfect shirt type thing to wear when it's like fifty, sixty degrees outside.
0: Yeah, I just made just, a weird face. Yeah, really you don't really notice yourself whenever you're sitting there like that. So again, uh, Mikey's feeling the weather. He can't talk, which is absolutely so weird because you walk in and you usually get the down, you know, the pop, uh, the uh, uh, securities jumping all over you because they want to check you out before you actually come into the house. And Mike kind of gets on him a little bit and, and actually communicating because, hey, here's a shocker. By the way, we had technical difficulties before we started. This is the 43rd show of the Contagion Effect, and I believe- We've had technical difficulties on at least forty of them. I would I would actually bet that we've had some type of mishap. But guess what? We're here, and we are so strong. <laughs> we are strong. Thatcher, what have you been up to? <clears throat> Not much. Um, work.
1: Got married. Uh, now we're trying to move. Well, what? Well,
0: anyway. so, uh, well, okay. So hold on. <clears throat> Which yes. that was kind I mean. So you moved from you moved from California to Texas. Yes, and not only did you get some paparazzi off of that, you got some notoriety. Like you were on a couple shows. Tell us about on,
1: it. I was on a few shows. So I was on, um, oh gosh, uh, Fox News and Friends in the morning. I was on that for legit, a legit, yeah. legit was on that.
0: And you were on the BBC for a minute, weren't you? Yes,
1: yeah, so I was in a few articles for the BBC, and so. Uh, I, I, I made my rounds through that. It was kind of, it was fun. Uh, the weirdest thing in the world was getting phone calls from New York uh, telling me they're from Fox and friends. And I'm like, uh, really? I, I don't know about this. Like, I felt like I was being scammed. Come yeah. to find out. I wasn't. But yeah, yeah that was pretty wild. Uh, exa-
0: it was the ex- exodus, right? Was, that's basically what all the Californians yes. leaving and going to Texas. and,
1: mm-hmm. and, and Absolutely
0: starting over which you did the ultimate start over and and uh, now and now we don't have to get into it but i'm just saying like now it's it's things are going awesome yeah right
1: oh, boys absolutely. are good boys are great
0: yeah good
1: so um it's just they've like most kids out here lately past few weeks probably past month is uh fighting colds and with the weather oh. change <laughs>
0: Uh, that dude over there, <laughs> all week long, he's like, <laughs> and like he, I, I give him props. He hasn't tried to talk yet, which is kind of funny and weird to watch. To watch a guy like, right. he's listen. Let's just face it. Like he's he is the IT guy, right? The right. Computer guy, and, this, and to see him get uh, frustrated with technology, and then to be just oh like it always works out. <clears throat> right
1: oh it always works out yeah
0: uh how much time we got left there producer we need like a time clock we just we're rolling with it right we're going um, baby. yeah so well first of all happy thanksgiving bud i'm happy glad things are going Thank good you. yeah yeah
2: Thank
0: you. i'm glad things are going good for you um you know i think the last time i got to talk to your woman was on a facetime and there may have been a few beverages consumed
1: Hey, you yeah. have a few beverages. I would never expect you to have a few.
0: I've actually been pretty good. I actually have. I've stopped drinking and driving on the way home. That's a so good. That's a good. Look, PSA: announcement.
1: Don't drink and drive. Yeah. Don't drink and drive. Have, it's stupid. I, look, very it's stupid. stupid. <laughs> I, I have. I have stories <clears throat> that we won't get into. Oh now. yeah. Now.
0: Yeah, we're not. But yeah, we're not.
1: We won't dive into those. We'll yeah. that can be. We can. Yeah.
0: Um, those will never be brought up
1: those, yeah those are those just those are in the up. basement that i never bring up yeah
0: but um yeah no it, you know it, it's it's one of those things where you you know how i'm going to come off on you when you kind of went away for a minute and I'm like dude like don't do that bullshit and you know yeah so uh we've been through a lot which you know it's cool and it's you know so there's a, a friendship there so um Hey, there's Chris Medina up there in the chat. What's up, Chris Medina? Hey, buddy. He's all excited. He's all excited. Right on. All right. Well, you know what, Scott? I I really want to get into our our guest, which I'm glad you're here. I hope you did a little bit of research. Uh, I got a hold of you early enough to you had to go do some homework.
1: I've done a little bit.
0: Um, But what we're going to do now is another veteran – who found his way through music And oh by the way He was shot ten times by one guy Scotty Hastings Yeah the times and places They may change But one thing stays the same Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Louisiana.
1: Gotta hope it's Louisiana. Bozier City, Louisiana.
0: <laughs> Bozier City, Louisiana. Schaefer Mueller. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Contagion Effect. Hey, how's it going? Good. Please tell me you're in Louisiana mm-hmm. now. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm in Bozier.
0: Yeah. In <laughs> So uh welcome again. Uh Mike is, you know, we we talked a little bit, Mike's down, but we have uh one of my friends, Scott Thatcher. He wanted he got he's getting the chance to join us, which he may do a better job of talking. Um, I usually don't talk as much. Mikey, uh, again, Mikey's the good interviewer, so there's there's all that. But um, welcome. Um I, I think I've stumbled across you on TikTok and a couple other gentlemen that we've had on, Scotty Hastings and um blanking on his name, which I tend to do also. But um welcome to the show. Glad to have you. you. Good to yeah. glad to be here. Thank you. That's no, you're right. That's not Scotty Hastings, <clears throat> but our intro music is Scotty Hastings. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that, <clears throat> yeah, getting called out already. <laughs> your, your peeps are gonna come after me strong, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> um Hey, Schaefer, um, like I said, you know, we wanted to kind of get into your story, where you grew up, uh, where you went to high school, your decision of going into the military, how that came about. Um, and then we just want to go from there. We want to spread all the good things that you got going on.
3: Yeah, well, that's awesome. Uh, so I am I was born and raised, uh, I think it was one of the last ones I listened to of y'all's podcast was uh, Chuck Tyler. And he he's from Virginia, Central Virginia, which is where I'm from. Uh So that that was kind of a small world moment when I heard that. And that's kind of cool. So I'm from uh, an hour west of Richmond, um, kind of Chesterfield, Amelia Powhatan uh, area. And I went to high school at Cosby High School, left there, went to college for three years at ODU for civil engineering. And then I kind of dropped out uh, my senior year and was like, "I'm, I'm doing the Army. So I always wanted to join the Army. And. My plan was to graduate college and then do it. And uh, my brother-in-law, um, he's a Green Beret, and he's always like, "Man, you gotta, you gotta do the army." And just talking about the army, so he, he was always in my in my ear in the back of my head, and and I wanted to do it. And uh, I think it was my senior year. I, I fell on some some rough times financially, and was like, "Why not right now?" So yeah. I, I joined and uh, went up to. Well, I went to. Missouri for my my training. I was a 12 Bravo uh, combat engineer. And then I went to airborne school in Georgia and then uh, up to Alaska with uh, a unit up there and uh, stationed up there for four and four and a half years. Um, So that was kind of the the army side of it. And then once I got out of the army, I um, while I was in Alaska, we deployed to Afghanistan. Uh, After that, I I came back home. My wife's in the Air Force and uh, she was like, we're moving. All right, I'll follow
0: <laughs>
2: and
3: started started playing music and uh and it kind of started just snowballing from yeah. from there. And well, she's
0: your publicist it, it too, out. right? Isn't she? She's your cheerleader, your raw, raw, your rock. And <laughs> every time I <laughs> see something, like she's just blasting, you know, like yeah. hey, we're going to go do this. Like, okay, we're going.
3: Yeah, I I dude. just show up. She she tells me where to be and when to be there. And, yeah, and what to wear. I just dude. I, I mean, up.
0: hey, you do look good. I'll tell you, you do have the threads on. You're looking smooth. Um and I'll tell you what I was going through some of your your facebook but you are all over you were all over I was just going through um like I didn't even really I wanted to to hit you you uh you went to uh, Vet Fest right in Louisiana uh tell me a little bit about Vet Fest here we are we're jumping all over again so <laughs> no, it's perfect. I I, I like it. I've seen a couple different artists that I've been trying to get a hold of with Vet Fest so tell me a little bit about how that went down
3: yeah, uh, I think it was about two years ago. Um, I moved to Louisiana, and I met a guy, um, Grant, who who was at the VFW. He was like, hey, you look like a veteran. I was like, <laughs> I am. <laughs> and uh, so, uh yeah, there's my wife talking right no, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's on it. Um, so he, he was he was like, hey, you, you were in the Army? I was like, yeah. And we started talking. He was like, why don't you come check out the VFW? Also, like, what, what do you what's your what's your goal in life i was like oh i make music He was like man i'm 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 starting this thing called vet fest and uh we need some music this year and it was the first year they did it um so i I was the music the first year we had a couple other local artists that year um i kind of stuck with them from there so the the following year got a lot bigger it it, it blew up uh i was able to do that again and then this last year my band was able to do it with me um the first two years were just solo so it it just keeps blowing up but i've i've been with them since since the start of it and i'm, I'm good friends with the guy who, who kind of founded the whole thing so it it works out and uh, it's a good good cause they they I raise money for, i love yeah, last, last year i think they did uh they, they ra- i forgot how much they raised but they raised a bunch of money for it's in dallas um, i can't remember the name of the the foundation now but uh one tribe and so it used to be uh, something else but now it's one tribe and so we raised money for them. They're out of, of Dallas, I believe, so near you, Scott. Um, yes. And uh, that, that was last year. So this year we, we raised some money, and it, it was kind of cold out this year. So people, uh, people were out there freezing, doing their thing. But it was a, it was a big turnout, and they had uh, Cody Hubbard um, headlining and finishing off the show, and it was a, it was a great time.
0: Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, I was just looking through here. Yeah, uh, Vet Fest 2020 was November 11th through the 13th at BoJack's. Not yeah. B O, it's B E A J with another post, uh, like a, a consonant, and then like so I, I I do love the Louisiana, like they got their own little <laughs> their own little grammar, you know. Yeah, um, anything do, with
3: <coughs> anything with O, they gotta it it got like four, yeah, to spell it. Yeah, you
0: have four it. letters yeah. for an O, you know, and it's uh, not it's it's cool. I, that's I do want to go down one day. I, I want to make it down to Louisiana. I flew over it when we went to Florida. Kind of yeah. caught the, the bottom edge there, but yeah. Um, yeah, the East Bank District, uh, the Arkansas, Louisiana, Texas, but yeah, no, I mean, it's it's vet fest is, is something that we've kind of thrown around. We've talked about it before in a couple of our podcasts about trying to put something together. Um, and I know that, yeah, Bo Jack's 22 new to kill, I believe. Yeah, um, no, yeah, there, there's got to... <clears> that. Go
1: that's what it was called before. I was looking up the One Tribe Foundation and uh that's what it that's what they called it before. Twenty twenty two kill is now the one tribe foundation. So they rebranded to that. Yeah. That's all I got to add. Sorry. <laughs>
0: yeah, the one tribe foundation and the VFW yeah. Department of Louisiana. Yes. Yeah. You got a thing to add over there, Mike? Oh, uh, poor guy. Um, uh, you were talking about your band. Let's get into that a little bit. Schaefer, Mueller, and the Neon Highway. Uh, you have Josh Bowen, Daniel Baskins, and Alex White. How did you guys kind of get together? You said that you went solo for Vet Fest a couple times, a couple years. Were you with them? Were, were Were you guys a band at that point, or did you kind of just pick a couple guys up off the corner and form a band? And, and you guys sound good too, by the way
2: yes thank you
3: thank you appreciate it um so i was i was lonely one night and i was walking the street corners and uh there was these guys with some pretty mouths and uh no Uh, hey
0: honey hey how you doing (laughs) Um,
1: oh god you guys you guys you guys make some pretty sounds over there
3: (laughs) i like the way you sound Um, (laughs) uh so I, i played solo um i started playing solo up in alaska and moved down to louisiana kind of during that whole covid uh freak out thing and and um <laughs> and uh i i was i played solo where i could but everything was closed down so it was a lot of outdoor patio gigs and they only Man. wanted solos um so once everything started opening back up i was like hey i'm I'm looking i'm looking for some people i'm looking for some stuff and um the uh the drummer actually um I reached out to him. I made a Facebook post once on my neighborhood page, and I was like, "Hey, any drummers in the neighborhood? I'm trying to trying to jam." And it was this was a year before we ever actually met up, but uh, he was like, "I play drums." I was like, "All right, well, let's do this." He said, like, "I'm a volleyball coach. I, I don't have time right now." And uh, so, fast forward uh, a few. Um, I like the kisses. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, fast forward a year after he had messaged me on Facebook, and we we dimmed a few times. Um, this, this kid, uh, Alex White, he, he reached out to me and was like, hey, I play guitar. Uh, do, you, do you need a guitarist? I'm trying to – he was leaving school in East Texas. He went to East Texas Baptist University, and he was leaving school, moving back to Bozier, and he was like, I, I want to play music. And so I was like, uh, yeah, you know, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll put something together. I got a guy I, I think plays drums, and I messaged a few of the guys that had DM'd me before. Daniel answered me, and uh, we had a few guys come and play, but – when Daniel got there, um, he he crushed it. I mean, he it, we we sounded like we've been playing together for years. Um, yeah. So it it is it worked out. And and funny story is, Daniel's a high school teacher, and Alex is from Bozier and ended up uh, before he left for East Texas Baptist University, he actually went to the same school and knew him. He was like, oh, oh. it's Mr.
2: Basket. What's up? No way. Yeah. That was that was
3: funny. Yeah, and I thought it was gonna be a problem. I told I told the drummer, I was like, hey. I need to fire this kid and get a new guitarist, let me know, because I don't <laughs> know if it's going to be weird. And he was it like, up? no, it's not weird. Yeah, so it's been real cool. And then uh, the bass player, um, he was uh, the president uh, of a Motorcycle Club. Uh, I was Ponder just going to say,
0: basses are like special. Like, you have to treat them like so special, huh?
3: <laughs> yeah, like, just... basses are their own personality, right?
0: Dude, I tell <laughs> you, man. It's...
3: Yeah.
1: That's no joke so right he... there.
3: <laughs> he's he's a cool dude and he was uh, he was the president of the punishers um and i started uh prospecting for them as uh in the motorcycle club and my buddy my one of my neighbors i used to play guitar with a little bit before he had his kid and, and things started slowing down for him he he was like hey let me introduce you to this guy he plays bass and, and i got another guy in the club that plays uh drums and and whatnot and so i met uh the, the drummer couldn't he didn't have enough time to, to put into it and that's when i started messaging other people but josh was like yeah I haven't played in a while but i want to i want to freaking play and he's he's probably got the most drive out of everybody in the band he's like i want to i want to do this thing he's been wanting to do it for a while and so he, he came in headstrong like ready to go so we we practiced twice i think and we're like dang we we already sound like we've been practicing for years so we we started reaching out to the places that i played solo Right. Sent them some tapes and, and stuff and they were like, all right, let's let's see what we got.
0: And, Isn't that uh, cool how just things kind of mesh? Yeah, right. Hey, uh real quick, yeah. you brought up uh, the motorcycle club. Now you said Punishers, it was Punishers, the group, or did, what was the name of the club that did you prospect for?
3: Uh Punishers, mm-hmm. uh, Law Enforcement Motorcycle Club. Oh, okay. That's the Punishers L-E-M-C. L E M C. Okay. Yeah, they're they're a worldwide uh club. So they yeah, they, they uh Oh, you might have seen them here and there. They got some in California. I don't know what part of California you're in, but so we're in the
0: central California. We're in Central Valley, so um, okay. We're like an hour and a half south of the capital, east of San Francisco, west okay. of the C- Sierras, and uh, we're in the farm country. We, we vote. We vote red. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter though, the rest yeah. of the
3: rest. <laughs> yeah, of the, uh, state yeah. just washes you yeah. guys out. Oh, so eleven
0: million down south, and the and the and the five over here. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, they, they literally trump what we vote for. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Yeah, was... Thank you. <laughs> yeah Thank your you. vote really
3: doesn't matter anymore. <laughs>
0: setting that one up for a minute here. Yeah. <clears throat> um, no, we had had a uh, Combat mm-hmm. Veteran Motorcycle Association. Yeah. They don't call themselves a club. They're an association because yeah. clubs sound like you're a bunch of thugs. Mm-hmm. They're an association. Mm-hmm. We were asking because we had them on a couple, uh, a couple episodes ago, so CVMA. But you were part of the LAMC. Um, I find that a lot of veterans, like that's their release, right? That little adrenaline kick when you, um, man, there was so much there. I, I, I actually want I want to take a step back actually. Um, there was, there was, uh, man, I'm blanking, Mikey. You see, this is where you, where you really reel me in. Um, there's a, vi- we have a, we actually have two videos, right? Three videos, two videos. Um, the one that really kind of s- sits with me was the um, the vi- there's a there is a music video that you had. I just reposted it actually. Um, she was young. Um, <clears throat> how security over there. Yeah, no, I know, I know. <laughs> this is where Mikey kind of reels me in a little bit. Um, there's um, well we'll just jump to to this part. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know. I'm sorry. I, I, Mike kind of, re- like I said, Mike keeps it together when I'm, when I'm bouncing around. Um, warrior horse, warrior horse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the end of the, around the o- middle of October ish, you had a chance to team up with them. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that?
3: <clears throat> yeah, that's a, a great um, organization, foundation, um, charity thing that goes on. Um, I got a good, I got a chance to meet, actually it was during the BetFest um, meetings. Uh, warrior horse was there I think it was the second year we did vet fest and, and we we all sat down at dinner one night and kind of talked about um all the different charities that were being involved in this thing and all the all the different aspects of vet fest and I got to meet um the guy that runs it and uh he he was telling me all about it and he's he's so passionate about the uh, the whole the whole thing and so he's got uh, I forget how many horses I think it's like 11 horses but it's it's equine therapy a little bit but specifically to veterans he's starting to branch out to first responders uh, ptsd centric, and they they kind of bring you in and and it's like a two-day um kind of ordeal where you you come in and you you stay there and um you just you talk and and then you go out and you you learn how to handle these horses and uh you you go into a, a round pen with them and and you try to get them to connect with you and so when a horse connects with you it it it, it's like a special feeling
0: it lets you get close to it right
3: yeah well it'll come to you you it it won't so once it feels like it it connects with you it'll come up to you so you work with it a little bit and and uh they'll have you turn around as kind of a part of it and 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 look away and the horse will kind of walk up and, and then nudge you like to pet them and sometimes they rest their head on your shoulder and it just, you'll see these veterans that have, um, there was a couple guys there with me that, that were pretty messed up and, and you just see them get this release and it was just like everything just kind of dropped and you got this huge animal that could, some of his horses are, are pretty big. Yeah. Um, this huge animal that could just, I mean, it, it could just stomp you, you know, it's, yeah, it's a big yeah. thing. And it, and it just lets just you me. like be its leader and, and yeah. uh, it just let, it, it shows you love and it just kind of sends this release over you. So it's a, it's a, Great, great thing, great experience. I went through it after meeting him at this this vet fest thing, and we talked a little bit. And he got up and, and spoke about it, what it was, and and he started uh, getting teary eyed and, and choked up talking about it. Just seeing he, yeah. what he never served, but just seeing what it does for other people,
2: yeah. it,
3: uh, it it changed his life, and um, he he kind of devoted his whole life to it now. Uh, so it's it's a great great organization and a great thing to be a part of. And I'm glad I got to go experience it, and then also um, just just get to talk about it i guess right. he's a he's a good dude and, and the, the whole process is great and i think anybody in the area should go do it they fly people down from anywhere in the, the u.s really they'll they'll pay and they got donors and they'll bring people down that have um ptsd and just are, are down depressed to any of that that kind of thing that's first responder or veteran based and they'll fly them down put them up in a hotel and uh they, they just treat you with with horses, so it's it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. Well,
0: no, and that and that's the thing. Like, yeah, you're you're right. it's yeah the bonding process, and yeah. you know you, <clears throat> when you go into the military, you know you're 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 branded or you're um you're you're the process to go into military is yeah. you're told not to show fear, you know the, the tough attitude, um, and then you go through battle and you see what you see uh, dealing with with stuff that us civilians. Cause like I said, I'm not a veteran, but, but Mike and I do this podcast, do this show because of our, our parent, because of our dads. Right. Um, yeah. And this is, this is basically our therapy. Um, and, and for me, it's one of those things where you, I, I'm an emotional guy. Right. So, I mean, I show my emotion and for you to explain to to us, you know, that that's how that he connects with us and, and his feelings, um, actually is the perfect segue into one of the videos that I want to show. And it's actually the song, uh, never let it show. Right. Cause that's, I mean, we're, we're told as little kids, stop crying, suck it up. You know, what do you, you know? And that's, yeah. I mean, that's one of the things that it's okay not to be okay. Right. I mean, it's okay to show emotion. So, um, you know before we play it i just wanted to get a little story uh it's just a snippet but you know it's still yeah. like i said you know this, this is your show and we want to put out as much as we can about what you're doing um so um yeah uh, can you can you share a little bit about uh never let it show
3: <clears throat> yeah yeah well i appreciate that and um so for that song it kind of it's it's personal and uh it kind of stemmed from a couple of different things um so there was a lot of i mean you see a lot of guys take their lives that you, you didn't expect to you think they're super happy and um that was kind of a starting point for me to want to write something about that yeah and then uh i i was in a pretty dark spot at that point in my life where i i just i didn't have a sense of what i should be doing i i got out of the military and was just like man I. I don't know. I felt kind of worthless, and, and just didn't have a, a place that I felt like. What what's the point? But I'd I'd go out and party. I'll tell you about that. I, I uh, if you saw me out in public, I was I was laughing, joking, stripping a lot of the time. I, 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 tequila tequila makes my clothes fall off, so I, I, I look like the life of the party. I'll tell you.
0: I'll tell you what. I I, I apologize for cutting you off, but there is one pitch, I don't know if we have it, but he's holding. He he's got this gun, and dude is just ripped. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm like. Oh yeah. So we, as soon as he says stripper, I'm like, oh yeah, he's a stripper, <laughs> <laughs> living yeah. it up. But 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 really, yeah. you were just covering it up, right? Like you were just you were just yeah. covering up what what you had went through. Yeah.
3: So um, every time, like my, my wife would go to work, and and at this point, I wasn't I wasn't doing anything. So I'd, I'd sit at the house alone, and uh, just me and my dog, and just sitting there, like, man, I I used to I, at the time I had been playing music. At this point, I think for before I wrote it, like a a year at a bunch of different bars, and and I was like, I just want to write a new song, but I had no drive, no motivation, didn't want to play the guitar anymore. I had no, I was just down. And uh, I was sitting there and I was like, man, like, people think I'm the, the like happiest guy in the world or, or whatever. When they see me out at the bars or when I'm playing on stage, it kind of reminded me of, I think this was when, um, a couple celebrities ha- had, um, killed themselves. And, and people were like, man, they like, like look at all these uh, bunch of Facebook p- posts going around, like, look, everybody's smiling. This is what depression looks like.
4: Yeah.
3: And that kind of, I seen those Facebook posts kind of sparked me. And so I, I was laying there on the, I was literally laying on the floor when I wrote it. And uh, I think I sat there for about four or five hours, just staring at the uh, the ceiling fan, just watching it go around. Like this is about a week of me doing this just during the day while my wife was at work. I just sit on the ground and just stared at the ceiling fan. Like, man, what, what, what am I doing? And, um, and I was, I was laying there and I was like, man, I, I really want to try to write a song again i was like well i'm laying on the floor <laughs> and so i started writing down stuff i'm doing i was like well i'm laying on the floor i'm staring at the ceiling at, at the time i wrote it the ceiling fan and then i was like uh well i'm empty and so i wrote all that out and i was like well maybe i got something there so then i, got, I, I started that's a good country
0: there. song boy yeah,
3: yeah. so i <laughs> started going off of that and it, and it kind of it, it, i pushed record on my phone on a little voice recorder sat it down beside me on the floor recorded the the whole thing it was like an eight minute voice recording went back and deleted some things that were not very um good and then uh came up with that final product so it wasn't uh it wasn't hard to write it was just me like well i'm gonna tell the story that i'm in right now and uh it kind of just worked out
0: yeah no that's that's awesome um real quick, I'm getting a little notes here. So so obviously so you wrote the words before the music, right? Like you yeah. You just said yeah you, know, you just said that you wrote the words before yeah. music. <laughs> okay. um, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah
3: No, <laughs> most my most of my uh <laughs> most my, actually I think all my songs um the the, the words came first because I just I kind of wanted to tell a story and when I when I actually write a song I, I sit down I'm like all right let me just write out what's what's going on and uh, or what I want to say. And I look at it like, I, I guess, kind of like poetry. I want to write down a story and tell a story, and then yeah. I go back and and fiddle around with a bunch of different chords. Like, well, what's going to yeah. work in this? What's the right thing for this?
2: And
0: so, yeah. So uh, I, I, let, let's play the song, and then I'm going to jump back because he just yeah. he just was out here in California a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah. Two, yeah, yeah, two two two, two yeah, or three yeah, weeks ago. Were, yeah. it was three weeks ago. I actually remember. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, hey. right <laughs> yeah. So let's play a little bit of snippet from. Yeah. Uh, from uh, Never Let It Show.
2: Yeah.
0: The voice, right? This like it's it's soothing. Um, It it's on iTunes. It's all over the place. Tell us where we can see it.
3: So that that version. So I originally recorded it. I think there's an acoustic (laughs) version out um, right now. Spotify and iTunes. Okay, Um, but. I recorded that again and that version right there was in San Francisco three weeks ago. Uh, I went there. There's a company called Operation Encore. That I was just going to say, let's kind of, give them a
0: shout out. We've talked. I've yeah. talked to them a couple different times. Yeah, shout out so they, to Operation Encore.
3: Good people. And they, they set yeah. me up with a r <laughs> Audio out in San Francisco. And mm-hmm. we recorded three songs and that was one of them. So I got two songs coming out Saturday. That And in that one, I'm, I haven't got the master yet. So we're waiting on that and I'm hoping to get it out by the end of the year um with the new version and so we, we we took a different approach on it um added some things the producer and i kind of sat down and, and we're like let's throwing ideas off each other and then guy who is the ceo ceo for it kind of mm-hmm. were throwing out ideas and we kind of just all sat and, and made it where you felt it because that song yeah. it needed the right feeling which is a funny story with with when recording that vocal we, we tried it i think five times and it just didn't have that it almost sounded too happy and so i was like well i wrote it laying on the ground and so they were like, I was like, I heard a, an interview, uh, I think it was um, Red Atkins, uh, or uh, he he wrote some song for Dustin Lynch, and uh, in the interview I heard about Dustin Lynch, they made him sit on the couch because it was too happy, and so they made him sit on the couch and sing it, laying on the couch, and I was like, why don't we just try, it? Let, let, I'm going to lay on the floor and sing it. So that's the audio we took, I was laying on, I was laying on the floor, just holding the mic, and just singing it the way I, I felt it when I wrote it.
0: That's it just, awesome. I think
3: it, yeah, I think it portrayed that the, the
1: uh, that's
0: the really sound
3: cool. Sound a lot better. So yeah, no, hopefully that awesome. one's out. Yeah,
0: yeah. So real quick, shout out to Guy for Operation Encore. Yeah, I sent them, uh, called him, called him, talked to him a little bit. He um, actually had sent me your name and a uh, name of like three or four different people, and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I left it there, and then just saw that. I think it was Shannon book had actually followed you. And I'm like, Oh wait, cause I always like to go off of this. Right. I'm yeah. we're finding this niche for us. This, <clears throat> it was open. Like our podcast used to be open. We, we first responders, you know, dad talk and this, and then we yeah. streamlined it to veterans. And now I see this, another layer that we've added is it's music, right? Not just music. We're not just focusing on musicians that who happen to be veterans. Right. And they're damn good musicians. Um, but let's talk about that. November twenty sixth, Saturday at five o'clock. Schaefer Mueller, and the new Neon. Gosh damn, I knew it. The Neon Highway. They're going to be at the State Line Shine at Hurricane Alley. Uh, we, we can talk about that in a minute because y'all name shit. The damn hurricanes and yeah, uh, with uh, again with Josh Bowen, Daniel Baskin, Alex White, and that's the Neon Highway. Releasing the new video or the new song, the reversion, the revised version, yeah. right through Operation Encore. Like, no, that's that's dope. I'm getting, yeah, soothe. Yeah. Uh, so I'm a, so Mike said it soothes the soul.
2: thank you yeah we
3: we were messing with it right in the studio and it was kind of funny because because the the producer he was like uh this isn't this isn't like your other songs the the, the other country songs and and the the last two i recorded before that um through operation encore were pretty heavy rocky country and he was like this isn't like those this is more more pop he's like this is like i think we're going to call it emo country i was like yeah
0: i can dig it you know for oh, yeah. emo country i't think it's badass it's got a good yeah. vibe it's good easy listening i can understand the words yeah thank you yeah no exactly, exactly. um <clears throat> we have one more song we're gonna do uh i believe it you you gave it to me mike i'm sorry you you gave it to me uh one last rodeo right yeah that's uh i i to i i haven't listen to it yet i I've heard i heard that i heard the one that we just played i heard that one i heard yeah. um i heard never let it show I, I, that was kind of what i stumbled across but tell us a little bit about last rodeo one yeah
3: so this sorry, one one last yeah, one radio. last rodeo sorry right. uh so I, there was a time when i was trying to write like i don't know some fun upbeat party songs that would make it to radio right and i was like man this is this is what they want this is the cookie uh cutter style let's try to put it yeah. in there and, and mash it and uh this is actually another one that came out really quickly i um i was sitting on the couch one day and i got a good friend joel that uh he does rodeo he's a team roper and we were out i think it was the week before watching his son uh, six years old doing uh, his little youth rodeo and i was like man i, I want to write a song that has meaning and something about rodeo for for that whole thing, because I was going out there and I, I played in the parking lot and stuff. And I was like, I need to write a song that's about rodeos, you know. And so I was sitting there on the couch and I was like, well, I want to make it with meaning. And and kind of the first thought that came to my head was the line, uh, one last rodeo. P- people say it's not their first rodeo or whatever. And and I was like, well, a last rodeo, I, I pictured a guy with that one line that came to my head. I was picturing a guy like sitting on his deathbed and, and his family around. And I was like, I want to write a song where you can paint that picture where there's a guy with his family around and it's his last his last hurrah and he wants to go out on a high note. And so I kind of, I wrote down a story, this time I didn't write down the the words in order exactly how I did for most of my other songs where I was just wrote a story. I, I wrote down the story I wanted to tell and then I went back and tried to make it into a song. So I wrote down a story about a, a guy that's um, that's terminally ill and, and, and about to, about to pass, and, and he wants to have one last good night with his family, and and remember the good things, and have his family remember him in a good way, and then I uh, I kind of put it into to a song, so that's how that song came about. It was the the story is what I wanted to tell, and I just wanted it to to have that line one last rodeo, kind of like a you know, saying my first rodeo, same my second rodeo, yeah. I want one, I want one last one. So the song sounds like a rodeo country song, but it, it's it, if you listen to the words, it's more about um. The guy's last last days with his family.
0: So. Last time I listened to a song with the words, I started crying. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. I'm just like, real quick before we play the song, I figured out who Scott is. Scott's the TJ. Huh? <laughs> Scott is the TJ of the show. I had a few words. What? Let's but, go ahead. Let's go ahead and play one last. Ah, uh, you uh, Japher <laughs> Muser and the Neon Highway. Give me one more ride, one more time in the
3: suit, one last goodbye, one final salute. Give me one last dance, one last ride around the pin, one last stand up all night. Crying Just let me say goodbye Before you call me home Before I head down that road Give me one last rodeo
2: Give me one last rodeo
0: by the drum. you got to stay hydrated bro banging on the drums you got to stay hydrated right Dude, no. he
3: he likes to have fun with it i tell you
0: <laughs> I, I would be impressed if he could do the uh, the 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 drum What are they called the sticks toss them drink a beer grab the sticks keep playing that would be pretty dope maybe get there i that think he might room.
3: be able to cuz he does yeah. that sometimes and and he he drinks throughout the gig so i feel like he could definitely <laughs> throw it up take a drink yeah no i mean listen, i mean going
1: just get him I, just give him a just get him a beer helmet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's a
2: good idea. I, think I got one. <laughs> <laughs> Dude,
0: if we ever see a video with the with the uh, so who is so real quick uh, cuz I do have him down here. So so Daniel Baskins I would say would be bass. Uh,
3: he's the drummer.
0: <laughs> I, oh, Mikey's got it. Mikey said uh. Mikey's the drummers, or drummer. Drummer. <laughs> Uh, bowen
3: that's the bass
0: bowen's bass and then alex white is uh
3: is the lead guitar, guitar yeah and it, there's
0: always something about whenever they're, they're all playing with their they got this they got this look on their face and they're all messing with the ear you know and they got that <laughs> like, and it's like the staple right it's like the staple yeah <laughs>
3: the old in ear trick
0: yeah right like oh man i think i'm so cool no no i, I think it's awesome I, I appreciate you letting me joke around a little bit too um, yeah yeah but no, um, no. It seems like, it seems like like things are going good, right? There, you you That's have a good foundation. You obviously you have your family life is good. Um, what we're gonna do right now is we're gonna take a break. Uh, we have to we have to pay some bills. We have we have our our sponsor. So uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna uh, hear from Tamra, and we'll actually hear from Mike via Tamra. So we'll be right back, guys. Thanks.
4: Now for our sponsor, Tamara Polito
0: with The Finance Group, where they're creating a future where everyone has access to
3: the loan and home they love. Whether you're a veteran, law enforcement, a first-time home buyer, you're up or downsizing, or even if you need to just refinance, our community deserves proficiency and expertise. Better rates, faster close, welcome home. Tamara Polito. NMLS 165 5776. Again, that's Tamara Polito, and her phone number is 209
0: 204 3795. Thank you, Tamara Polito. Mike does such a good job. I love it. That's good. MNLS. So I want to get to a point here. I'm trying to, I can't, I'm really sucky at doing two things at once, but I'm going to try. Um, you have anything, Scott, did you want to ask? Do you have any questions?
1: I think everything that mm-hmm. Schaefer's doing is fantastic for the veterans and everything. So um, I didn't talk much because I didn't want to talk over either of you two yeah. guys talking. So you don't need to tell me that I'm quiet. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so nice. Yeah. So, but I will say this. Louisiana is one of my favorite states to eat food in. So.
0: Oh, yeah, I forget. Scott, he gets to go there for his job. They Their DC covers into Louisiana. Yes. Recover
1: um, Houston, Austin, DFW, of course, Shreveport, Baton Rouge, and some other areas down there. The
0: Baton Rouge. Um, so. Schaefer, what's your goal in life? Uh,
3: well i keep living i guess but yeah. <laughs> uh Whoa. so I, yeah you know it's de- every day at the time um i got a daughter you, can now really, take
0: that. you can really take that one day at a time you really do that you live every life
3: yeah I, I mean i got um i'm i'm pretty busy and i'm pretty pretty uh running myself dry so i have got a lot of yeah. things going on so i just I, I write it down on my calendar and i don't look at that until the next day when i need to so yeah. i've uh i've been working at the um LSU Med School doing uh, a study for NASA with some rats, and that's taking a lot of my time. And and
0: they're they're, they're mice. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm I'm studying at LSU Medical Medical.
3: Yeah, well, I'm doing a study for them, so I'm I'm not in the school. I'm a I'm an employee. I'm a staff member, and uh, we. We're, we're we're taking tissues for, from some mice after injecting them with the uh, or, or exposing them to radiation, gamma radiation from space, and and we're taking the DNA out of those tissues and and kind of seeing what the changes in the DNA are to kind of look at the uh, core temperature changes and the hypothalamus uh, reaction to gamma radiation. So it's a uh, it's tiring. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so um, I do that. Oh yeah, my yeah. like,
0: <laughs> god! You're like. Oh, uh, that's it. I mean, I'm, we're just you know. basically look. look I'm i I'm, 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 I'm a, I'm a dumb truck
1: driver, and the minute you said gamma radiation, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I immediately thought of DNA. the whole
0: DNA. out the <laughs> yeah. DNA. Hey, it's wow. it's I mean,
1: We're making, making
3: Hulk rot, uh
0: rat, mice. I guess. Right. So yeah. that's <laughs> it, that's
1: exactly where my <laughs> mind went was to Hulk, and I'm just like, yeah. Wait. And I went like, was, not. Yeah. not
0: not Dr. Doolittle, but what was the other one where he was the Yeah, does Peter know you're doing that? Yeah.
2: Uh, uh,
3: I got some videos that y'all probably don't want to see, but we um, we do it ethically. I had to take a couple ethic ethic things on it, but we, we do have to take the tissues while the mice are still living. So we yeah. take uh we put them under anesthesia and then we slice them open and take the tissues out and then wow. sacrifice them.
1: You do it so, as hum- you do it as humane as possible. No pain. They're asleep. Right. Exactly.
3: Yeah. So I, yeah, I do that. I do that uh, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays usually. And then I'm I'm also uh, the the guy that got me into that. Um, his name's Corey Kuhorn. He's a Canadian guy that was my professor at LSU Shreveport, and he uh, he's doing a study. He's a, he's a big heat scientist guy, and so he he's actually doing a study on firefighters to see how heat stress affects cognitive abilities. So Tuesdays and Thursdays usually, I'm doing a heat study. And we get people in full PPE, uh, firefighters, r- walking on a treadmill for until their core temperature hits 39 degrees Celsius, which is pretty hot. That's it's borderline. And then we test their uh, their brainwaves and kind of see how their cognitive ability is post, post-test. post <laughs> Dude,
0: we could have had a whole show like this. <laughs> this is – uh, i'm sorry this came out of left field i'm not i i apologize for not doing my due diligence <laughs> and, and investigating no way you.
3: I, I don't i don't talk about it
0: yeah really, i know okay. okay so let, let me here let me i have to scroll because mikey's been sitting he's like yeah God. um yeah we'll get to the what's next for the group thing later because i mean we got dna and lab rats <laughs> and, Firefighters um, and yeah says, That's temp. not civil engineering as far as that's what yeah. goes. That's not civil engineering. Yeah, he um, dropped
3: out of civil engineering. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. He dropped out of that to get into lab rats and taking yeah. DNA from live live rats humanely. Oh, to see how the gamma rays affected humanely. them. So humanely. So
1: thirty. So thirty-nine degrees Celsius, that translates to roughly <laughs> what? Well, I think like, uh, about 105 degrees Fahrenheit. I was going to say 104, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. It might
2: be <laughs> 104. i, I do on Google. I don't know.
1: It's, I, not his
0: it's, not his, that's, it's not on his link tree. Yeah. yeah that is
3: uh, yeah, that is not on my link tree. That has nothing to do with music. Um, wow. So that's like uh, ethically, that's the highest we can get their core temperature because their body still rises another degree or so. And 42 right. degrees Celsius is where organ failure uh, sets in okay so we can't get them there so at 39 degrees i think the ethical value is 39.5 is where we can take them but we learned after the first few studies that people kept rising afterwards and and cory did the test himself and he got up to like 40 almost 41 i think and we were like ah, well we need to pull people off at 39 then um yeah. because that's where, I mean, that's, where ethics, that's where right? hospitals that's yeah
1: well you don't want to yeah. i mean you don't want to put a firefighter in freaking the hospital just because you're trying to do studies.
0: Yeah. So what yeah, degree exactly. do you have now?
3: Uh I am degreeless. I've been in school for ten years, and
0: uh hey, so, yeah. the government's paying
1: for it, right? Hey, hey, we're yeah. speaking, we're speaking to the modern day Van Wilder right now.
3: Yeah, that's I. I like to use that as a <laughs> nobody knows what I'm talking about now. <laughs>
0: oh people, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. No, that's no like, is a nerd too, like that. Yeah, he's yeah, like you, be. All the people like,
3: in my class are like all the people in my class are younger than. I mean, they're all born in two thousand. I'm like, well, I'm like, they're like, are you a senior yet? I'm like, I'm Van Wilder senior, and they're like, <laughs> I don't get it. And
0: I'm like, oh, yeah. like so you, I, you too, perfect, YouTube it, bro. YouTube, go down yeah. to Blockbuster rent. You know, <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I dropped out. Uh, I dropped out of civil engineering my senior year. I had thirty credits left, and then joined the army. And then after the army, I went back for. Uh, I wanted to go in the FBI, so I went accounting because they. <laughs> i'm all over the place man that is I was, awesome. <laughs> so i went i went to school for accounting for a year and then i was like man this is boring okay so, so go, you went uh, to school,
1: hold on you went to school for accounting to be in the fbi
3: yeah so they 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 um i, I know a couple of people that are in the fbi um and they they said that the, the number one thing they want is accounting degrees and law degrees those are the two mm. best ways to get your application yeah proof so yeah i was
0: like all
2: right
3: i'll be i guess that blue collar stuff i mean that white collar stuff whatever it is and so i i was like yeah i'll do that that shit was born so i uh i left after a year i think i was in my senior year of that as well when i dropped out and then um i did about a semester and a half of uh arkansas hey lisa um so I did a semester and a half of marketing because I, I was personal training uh when I was uh, when I first got out. So I own a personal training business. Well yeah, I I remember because he
0: was a stripper. Right, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. You gotta learn how to do it. So I, I still train clients uh, in the mornings and the evenings after the lab. Uh so before <laughs> I go to the lab and after the lab I train clients. So I uh, I still do that. Yeah, it's I, I told you I'm tired. Um, but so so <laughs> So nonetheless, I wanted to get the personal training thing uh, blowing up. So I started taking marketing classes. And I, I think I dropped out my senior year of marketing. And I was like, eh, not for me. And then I uh, I decided to go public health. So I graduate finally. I think I have like 200 college credits. And you need like 120 to graduate maybe. Uh,
0: You're going to like four different degrees. Yeah, going to yeah, be this, uh, What the hell? Give them that too. Uh, uh, yeah. 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 Like Mike said, my he goes, he goes, I'm tired. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> That's
3: awesome. So, yeah. So I just keep, I keep dropping out my senior year, I guess is my, my, um, my MO. So I get bored with it. And, uh, but this time I'm not dropping out. I got, I got like five classes left and I'll graduate with a public health degree. And then my plan was to go to med school. So I started working with the med school and uh, I, I, I've got some opportunities cause I I had straight A's the past couple of semesters. So I was given a lot of opportunities to go to like San Diego on some uh, medical conference trips and, and sports medicine stuff and got to work at the, I got the job at the med school doing this study because I guess I knew my stuff and uh, they recommended me and I just keep getting on these things that they recommend me. So I'm just doing what I can when I can do it. And I mean, in about a year, I'll probably just be chilling, writing music. So
2: yeah, I might I as mean, well get it all in now. <laughs>
0: hell uh
1: he's 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 like the higher educated version of me. Um no, I don't do have a any lot- degree. Not hear no. that? He's
0: a stripper. No, no. Not hear that?
1: Look, look look look, we can't be perfect. We can't be I mean,
0: perfect.
1: Look, uh, I know stripper. I know a lot of random
0: stuff. No, just go with it. You're a stripper.
3: You, you, you ask any stripper and, and they're paying for their med degree, you know. There
0: so, you go. Yeah. <laughs> So where did you go for? Oh, the government paid for my... Look, he's
1: technically working his <laughs> way through med school.
0: Yeah.
3: Technically. <laughs> actually,
0: those dollars will stack up. Uh, real quick. Saturday, November 26th at 5 o'clock. Schaefer, Mueller, and the Neon Highway with BJ Jones and the Starlight Shine. Bossier? Bossier City? Bossier, Bossier yeah. City. Louisiana. Louisiana? You got your link tree. We got that there. Um... <clears throat> you have a, you have one single or two singles?
1: There's coming out right. There's five on Spotify.
0: Yeah, Spotify. The new revised version. Um, I'm trying <laughs> Oh have... damn! Oh. coming in hot. Oh,
1: coming in hot. I don't know if you are supposed to have.
0: Oh. Man. <laughs> new pictures, and video. Shit, girl, keep it, keep it. They coming. They come hey, in yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah uh so on that uh, note uh did you not get invited to the cmas also is that what i is that
3: yeah that was a a little a a, a joke we went to the cmas and uh um <laughs> i'm sorry, got uh so <laughs> I, I i we went to the cmas we had a friend that was going and she had extra tickets and so she invited us and my wife put out a post saying we were invited to cmas and well, and we yeah. went there and, and watched it but um I will say that on one last rodeo, that song that y'all just heard the, uh, the fiddle player for that actually won a CMA. So oh, that, nice. was, that was pretty cool. So she got yeah. musician of the year and that was, uh, that was really cool to see. So she, she's been on a lot of, a lot of songs and a lot of uh, singles. So she, she won. And um, mm-hmm. that was, that was cool to say, well, I got a CMA artist on my record. So, you know,
0: yeah, that, no, that's, that, awesome. no, that's uh, <laughs> again, like, like we use our podcast or our, our show here. Little so clout. Well, it's, so, yeah. you know, it, it's the connections, right? Yes. And sure. um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be texting your wife. Well, I'm going to be emailing your wife because we are very male heavy on our shows. We've had a couple women on, uh, Marshall Ray, Ray Marshall. Ah, I knew I was going to, Rachel March banks, uh, Olivia, uh, a, a couple, a couple women that we've had on. So we have a couple that, are, Oh yeah, we'd love to be on. The confirmation you know the dates and stuff like that um just haven't worked out yet but i would love to be able to uh the backbone right what yeah. keeps you humble she,
3: she does it She's all video not,
0: too bro <laughs> it's a video yeah. it was uh,
3: <laughs> the only time i actually stripped was at a charity event and it was to raise money and i think we raised eight grand that night so i feel nice pretty, i didn't keep any of it but i wish i did Damn, uh, so. that's a
0: couple of house payments
3: Right. Yeah. If it didn't go to yeah. some charity, uh, charity. Yeah. No, I was kidding. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. But no, she she's the reason. I i mean, if it wasn't for her, I'd probably just be playing in a bar in Alaska right now and and be happy doing it because I just was happy that somebody was paying me to listen. You know, and that was yeah. that was cool to me. And, and anytime, I mean, I, I'm the worst uh, advocate of myself when it when it comes to music. And I think there's a lot of things that could change in my music to make it better, and a lot of things that I do wrong and and when I play at a bar, I'm just, I'm just like, well, pay me whatever you want. I'm happy to play. And so yeah. she, she kind of took over and was like, all right, I'm, I'm setting the price. I'm gonna call places. I'm gonna send them your stuff, and we're gonna make this thing legit. And
0: yeah. like, well, well, just tell me where to go. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we have our information. You know, Mike and I and uh, and our sponsor Tamara, we've talked and and we want to do a a benefit. Um. A benefit concert you know we have yeah. american veterans first here in riverbank a nonprofit. they do uh, they have a museum that they've had a bunch of stuff donated to um uh, to to the um the museum and just we want to get you guys out here um you and shannon book and scotty hasting yeah. they're just there's just so much music and there's so many stories that you guys have to tell you know um and, and you know for me it's just listening. Just listen to the words, right? I mean, that's kind of like how you get to you get to decompress. Uh, yeah. Um, so, Tom. Tom. Tomorrow, I, Mikey's <laughs> been texting. I got like ninety-seven. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tom Ettinger. Yeah, and I and, and, and sorry, Tom. Apologize. Yeah. Apologize again,
3: and up. Tom.
2: Yeah. And <laughs> Tom.
0: Well, actually, there's a cool thing that we're working with Tom on, and it's yeah. going to be. I think a, a lot of veterans should should have what we're working on, and I don't want to put it out there, but it's it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So real quick, I, I have a couple questions that that we ask. We always ask, you know, the drink of the day. Doesn't have to be mm. an alcoholic beverage. It's whatever you're drinking when when um, when I wake when you, up. <laughs> Yeah, well, hey, Listen, if that's what you need. Hey. Homie had two. Homie had two different ones. Well, I yeah, I not I
3: don't know if y'all noticed that. Oh,
0: no, I know. Yeah, Scotty's pretty eagle eye on that stuff. He can pay attention. <laughs> um, but when you and Catherine are chilling, relaxing, yeah. You know, what are you guys
3: uh, we 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 both drink uh bourbon or whiskey. So that's what I started the show with. And then I asked them for more and, and uh Mikey got it. I'm at a I'm at a I'm at a friend's house in their office right now and they're outside by a fire. So I texted oh. them to say, Can you bring me another drink? And they brought me a beer. So I was a little disappointed in that, Sam. Uh, <laughs> hey, listen, we're gonna
0: wrap this up, bro. Go chill, yeah. relax. Go have a good time. it looked like,
1: was it, it looked like okay. a Dallas is that a Dallas Blonde?
3: So I was drinking Basil Hayden's, which is my, my go-to. And then um, I got to bring the California into it, the hipster okay. side, and bring an IPA. So, All right. Voodoo All right. Ranger yeah, IPA.
0: Bring that back up. What is that crap?
3: Voodoo Ranger. Oh, like I said.
0: It's cool.
1: Look, look. I, I, I like, I like that That gentleman up there is a beer snob and a half. <laughs> i am a cheaper the better i'm good to go hey hey oh, there, you go.
0: Yeah. there you go there you go that's don't. that's beautiful so that's why that we had intruders right chief thompson so we, we had chief thompson of the north Ooh. platte fire department in iowa noise what iowa north nebraska north.
1: I was just saying, the Platte is in Nebraska. The Platte,
0: Nebraska.
2: His
0: it's, firefighters brought him in cookies because he was sitting at his desk. They come running in. We got some cookies for you. So we've had cookies and, and whiskey. That's awesome. That's no, that's uh, that. That is so cool, man. That's that's dope.
3: You can. Uh, yeah, my mouth was getting dry. So I'm glad we yeah. are listening.
2: Appreciate <laughs> Beautiful.
3: He um, did uh, so that that guy that just brought me the um the 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 Jack Daniels. Texted me and said, talk about burning poop and jumping into four feet of snow. And that was about out. He said, be be less boring. So I guess I should say on this, I burned some poop when I was in Afghanistan. He wanted me to say that, which is a lot of shit. I burned a lot of shit. Oh,
0: boy. Okay, hold
1: on. Isn't that that what a civil engineer does?
3: I was not a civil engineer in the Army.
1: (laughs) Oh, okay.
2: Uh, I take that back.
0: Yeah, so you got come it. on now. No, we uh, no, we got that. What? We have a video to play. Uh oh, no, 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 not that video. <laughs> no, we do a you say we have a video.
1: You say we have a video to play. This could go in a lot of different directions right now.
0: <laughs> it's four and a half minutes long. We have a oh, video. Shit, that's yeah,
1: that's
3: long.
0: Well, I'm just going by what our producer is telling me. Okay. So what we're going to do here? Uh, you're embedded. Oh, you're uh, with when you're um, when you're in Afghanistan when you had the reporters with you.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So when, when I deployed, I, I deployed with uh, 1501 five hundred one infantry parachute regiment, and they uh, we were supporting two different uh special forces units over there so we had there's a 12 guy team and then the i think it was like 18 to 20 of us i don't remember um but we we were out there at these ops pushing back towards pakistan and there was a there was two different reporters that came uh one was with the new york times and he wrote an article about it and then the other one was with black rifle um and he came up and, and made a video and i i've been looking for the video since i left afghanistan and i finally found it uh this week so i was I was pretty uh, excited about that, but yeah, that that was um, he, he was there with us. So this, I guess, this footage is from yeah. from what we were doing. So
0: yeah, I have seven emails to Black Rifle Coffee, I'm trying to get somebody off. I have seven emails. I have twenty one emails to um, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> that's not gonna
2: happen.
3: I. Uh, Jay- oh my, my! So speaking speaking of that, real quick, my my wife was listening to this Scotty Hay- Hastings one that y'all did and he was talking about being in dc and uh not being able to meet lieutenant dan yeah and uh my wife has a picture with him that moment that he was in dc she was stationed in dc that same time so what? She, uh, she went to go meet him while scotty was in the, the hospital i guess but oh, she, was listening to the podcast. No she was like way. At the same time yeah she was stationed wow. in uh andrew we get a copy
0: course. of that
3: yeah probably she that- she's listening right now so she can she can go find it <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: E oh, wait, contagion effect show c o n t a g i o n effect show.com.
3: Googling y'all, had to read okay. it like three times. I don't know how to spell that.
0: So it's three words in one con tage, on. I had to do it myself, I spelled it wrong. Contagion,
3: stupid. That's how my head does it. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't do it all as one. I had to split it up.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did. Hey, the first couple times I couldn't i couldn't say it correctly <laughs> uh, yeah so we're, we're gonna play a little bit of the video which is cut down from 20 minutes so oh. this was the best four and a half minutes that mike could find put together
3: yeah it's pretty boring i played i'm not gonna lie i, was, uh, I, no, I, I watched it civilians,
0: though i mean it's i mean there's some intense stuff right there so grab some popcorn
4: What was supposed to go over with the packs? Safety arm, and then pull the trigger. It'll kick out all the rounds, all the live rounds and the links. Alright, so
1: that direction is south. That's the Momin Valley. If you can see the White Mountains, those are the spingars. On the back side of that is Pakistan. This like little high ground right here, um, we call that PT Hill. On the back side of
0: that is Peha Valley from Peha Valley it'll open to Bagdara Valley and further east is the Bandar Valley.
4: They're getting ready to drop a 500 pound bomb just outside of the camp here in an attempt to uh, perform terrain denial for any fighters that may be coming up on the ridge line so we're going to check that out right now. Game plan A mountain patrol. We're on the side of a mountain where they the ODA hasn't been yet.
1: We tell him to come up each week because he basically maintains security at the mouth of that valley that he's at and he's not afraid to fight Isis
4: so that in itself is a reason that we feel like it's valuable to maintain a relationship with him. Found the potential IED now the, uh, the guys are figuring out what to do. Pretty much there were some guys coming up on the road, and they think they buried something right on the road that leads into the OP. Uh, we found one of the dig sites, or we found two of the dig sites. We weren't, weren't able to confirm if there was anything actually buried. Um, we got a grid of the area, and then we'll go back with NMRG and uh, make sure to clear that and make sure there's nothing in there that's the issue.
0: We're going to come back up and clear this valley, so it's kind of like a little
1: practice run to see ground truth on how we can formulate our plan.
4: To Every single time they've came to it, this is an ISIS stronghold. Back down on top of the, back off of the ridge. And just as we were getting ready to push back out, looks like they hit a couple more IEDs, so it's a real mess down there. Now we're uh, stopped in a security halt again, trying to figure out what's going on. It doesn't matter how long the war's been fought, what the politicians say, or any of the other issues that seem to dominate headlines in place of caring about the war these soldiers are fighting. They are the men on the ground, and they worry about one thing, taming the Momong Valley.
0: Intense, man. Every time I hear it, I've watched that's probably like the third time or fourth time I've watched it and just the sounds right echoing through the I mean, it's just wow. Wow.
3: Yeah. Uh, oh, fun fact, man. the uh I, I read that the Taliban has taken over that was OP uh Blackfish and OP Butler and the Taliban has taken over those. Um now that we're out of there. So they, they own those, uh, OPs now. So that's, mm-hmm. fun
0: fact. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, yeah, that that's sad. I mean, that's, you know, you go in there and, and, and try to suppress and, and, uh, and do the right thing, right. And help people. Um, so, uh, one, one last question I have before I let you go, why do you go enjoy your, your family time and, and appreciate you coming on and joining us on the contagion effect. The programs that you guys have available, are you taking advantage of those? It's a question that I ask because there's a lot of programs and there's people that are like, oh, I'm I'm fine. I'm this. I'm not wounded. I'm not. It, it, there's programs that are there for you, right? You sign that line or you sign on that dotted line and then they're there for you. So you're taking advantage of everything that's given to you?
2: Uh,
3: I know about everything that's given to okay. me. And I probably would say I'm not. To, I mean, I, I've recently I've been better about going and using some of the uh, resources. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't one of those guys that got hurt uh, on deployment, so I mean, I, I I don't I I don't know if a lot of them are made for me, but I'm starting to to open up a bit and 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 uh, utilize
2: them. So yeah.
0: So I mean, I yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate what you you were going through. This does say California, but it is still a veterans resource book yeah. every single page that I turn to has something that is, that to is up on you. for you guys I know that a little shot I get it <laughs> um, so please like just take advantage of what you have because it's there for you to help you stay better and get better and and you know thank you for your service I mean that's you know that's what they're there for um, yeah. Scott Thatcher thank yes, you sir Appreciate you joining us Absolutely. Thank you David for Miller, having me. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. Um, you know, it's been my, it's my honor. I'm glad you, glad you came on with us. Happy Thanksgiving. You should talk more, Scott. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually, yeah.
1: on, I'm usually not one for uh, lack of words. But yeah, I dude, to be-
0: literally, I'm going through my list. Mike's like, hey, bro, you need to get co And I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, perfect. Yeah, this guy talks all the time and Ta-da. well, hey, well it's all be, good. To be fair, you two were having a di- uh,
1: dialogue, and so I didn't want to step over yeah. y'all. That's all right.
0: It's all good. Hey, thank you guys. Appreciate you joining us, Shaver. Thank you again. If thank there's you. anything we can I do, let us know. You know, um, again, like keep us keep us uh, abreast of what you got going on.
3: Like that. I really appreciate it, yeah, thank you I uh, Hopefully, if y'all get to see them Hopefully they come out on Friday I had some album artwork issues But I got two of those Rocky singles coming out on uh, I guess it's Saturday at midnight So so no be nice. on the lookout for that But hopefully uh, Hopefully they they get released I, yeah. I, uh, I misspelled some things in the album artwork So I had to redo it and,
2: uh,
0: but Hold on to those, you. they'll be uh, collector's <laughs> items, right? <laughs> Miss yeah, misspelled album Miss <laughs> yeah. You make it big yeah, yeah, hopefully uh, not your name. You <laughs> put the E before the A and leave it I out. I my name
3: all the time. It's a hard name. It's a lot of letters.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Hey guys, thanks for joining me. Appreciate it so much. Again, let us know. We'll, re- we'll be reposting and all that stuff. But uh, appreciate it. Thank you guys. Have a good night.
3: Thank you. Appreciate it. Happy Thanksgiving. <clears throat> Happy Thanksgiving.
0: <sighs> we made it. We made it. I know, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, and this is why I don't have a one-man podcast. Couldn't do it. Yes, I could talk all day long to random people on the streets, but for Eric Mello and Mike Ellick, Happy Thanksgiving! Deuces! (laughs) Deuces!